0: Blog Talk Radio. Hi everybody, welcome to Ann Ortley's Weekly Weather. My name is Ann Ortley, I'm an astrologer here in New York City, and I'm broadcasting today from the bright red desk. We're a little early because I'm kind of finished with my readings for the day, and I've got one more later tonight, but um, Australia, you know, so it's a late reading. So yeah, so this is my I think I can get this out at 530. Um, and it is a Pisces rising. I, you know, I looked and said, well, maybe six, but six is the Mars rising. And, I'm, you know, we're really finishing up with the, uh, the hard aspects of last week. And I thought we all needed a break. <laughs> so I thought, let me, go with the, let me go with Pisces rising chart for this instead of the Aries rising, which is a little more contentious. Because I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm kind of tired of contention. Um, So anyway, we did finish that last week, which was pretty wild, as you noticed, certainly. Um, And uh, we are now moving into Mars, having gone through the COVID clump, right? We were waiting for him to go past two. And of course, what we learned was (laughs) everybody kept saying, it's like March. It's like March. It's like March. We're having risings like we did in March. And, And that's because the planets are all back where they were in March, you know, Saturn and uh, Jupiter, and uh, Pluto. Of course, is January when we first heard about it, that first week in January, and Mars is Mars is squaring them, so he's saying, yeah, it's like March. Um, so I, you know, of course, my thought was, too bad the White House couldn't catch this in March because maybe it would have been handled differently. But you know that it happened now, that's good, and uh, so we're really learning a lot about, you know how to work with this virus and what to do with it. And we are all at a turning point in our lives. So how many of you last week had a second aha moment with that Venus in Virgo rolling through the hammer of Thor, right? She went through it all week. She just kind of kept hammering away in a very nice Venusian way, pointing out things because she's in Virgo. Uh, You know, did you see this? Oh, and did you notice this? Oh, and did you notice this? Because Venus is in Virgo and and she does the work. We also had the Mercury Uranus opposition, right? So the Mercury Uranus, um, I'm a Virgo, so I'm a little sensitive to these Venus retrograde energies, Mercury retrograde energies, and Mercury stations to go retrograde this week on Tuesday coming up. So we're in the shadow. We've been in the shadow for a bit. And I always have phone adventures. If you're a long time listener, you know periodically my phone will get a little crackly when we've had a lot of rain or in the winter. I have a copper wire because I've had this phone for 41 years. So (laughs) Mercury and Scorpio opposite Uranus and Taurus. I was watching it and I'm kind of like, what's that going to be? Well, my toilet backed up Right. And normally I plunge it and clear it. And I'm, you know, a little little Virgo techie girl and I couldn't clear this one. And what it was, was I had been uh, <laughs> I had been working really quickly, cleaning up. because I'm an old cat who can't bend. And it kind of pees out of the box. Right. So i would cleaning it up, scooping the litter, running quick. And I threw the paper towels into the toilet which I don't normally do, but I was in a hurry and I was fast, and and then I ah, you know, I'm not reaching in there, man. There's other stuff in there floating that I'm not going to touch, um, and so I flushed it. And of course, mercury Uranus is, and you know, astrology, don't do this. So I I, uh, I jammed up my toilet, right? And I thought, you know, and I plunged and I plunged and I plunged and I plunged, and it it wasn't clearing. So I called the super. And I thought about it, and I thought about the last time I'd plunged my toilet and had to call the super was May of 77, right? And at that point, it was a personal hygiene product that had gone down there. And the the superintendent came up, and he plunged, he snaked the toilet, and he pulled this thing out like a fish. (laughs) And he kind of looked at me and went, you take it off. (laughs) And I was like, okay. So I had a happy memory of a long time ago when I'd been totally mortified, in this case I knew it was paper towel. Right, so the the guy comes out of the bathroom he goes, Looks like you put a lot of stuff down there, you know, a lot of lot of toilet paper. I said, You know, David, I'm really sorry. I was kind of in a hurry and I, I wasn't really thinking and I threw the toilet paper into the towel into the toilet. So I apologize. He's like, No, no worries you know, he's a really nice guy. So he leaves and uh and I had a happy memory of that other that other time that I had to call the super and have them snake the toilet and and they caught a they caught a personal hygiene <laughs> product and i'm keeping this perf- perfectly on the high so all of you can go ho ho, ho. cuz he just looked at me when he fished it out of the toilet and went i'm not touching that you know <laughs> i was 21 22 you know i was young whatever uh yeah so so that was my mercury uranus toilet and then and then you know, I was like, oh, this is going to be Mercury retrograde with my phone, and I need to. Da-da-da. The telephone company wrote to me that they're discontinuing my service as of December 2nd because I live in a low building and the building doesn't want to pay to put in fiber optics. But they're not going to support copper wires anymore. So as of December 2nd, my phone is gone. And I'm like, I've had that phone for 40, that phone number for 44 years. You know? And I went Mercury Uranus it's dead it's gone so what did you lose what did you see what happened to you that kind of uh was like oh no wow what's that about so yeah that energy is very strong and of course mercury's going to stop so i've got to go research everybody's saying you know sign it up with the cable company or whatever Ah, uh, yeah. So we're now going to do re, re, revise, revisit, redo, redig because Mercury's stationing in Scorpio this week, and he's going to go backwards until November thirteenth, which November third rather, which is Election Day. Now he goes direct on Election Day. The last time he did this was in two thousand, which was Bush Gore. And he went direct at uh, 9.30 in the evening. He went retrograde at 9.20 in the evening on November election day in 2000. And that's when Florida called for Bush. And I can remember being in a barn screaming, no! <laughs> and then, of course, Gore got hung by the Chads in Florida, by the Bush brothers, right? Because so, once they counted the votes, they did see that he won. So now we're going to have a forward motion this, this week, because Mercury's going all the way back to station on Election Day and go forward again, right? So we do know it's going to be a little crazy then, but we also know that we're in Mercury reviewing things and having us see stuff and having us understand things. And we are, thank heavens, finished with that hammer of Thor. He's going to come through a third time, but that's not going to be until November, December. So and more December and January, he comes through a third time. So whatever you became aware of over the last week and a half, while Mars was squaring Jupiter, Saturn, and Pl- Jupiter, Pluto, and Saturn in that order, um, he's now free. He's going to go back and square Athena. He hasn't, he hasn't squared Jupiter yet. He does that this week. Um, and he's going to square Athena, you know, because she's in Capricorn too. But so, you know, that's the energy of the week. But it's, you know, Mars squared Jupiter generally is not hard, and he doesn't do that until the 19th um that's usually just an excess energy where there's just a little bit too much of stuff um and so and he's happy in his ruler and Jupiter not so happy in his ruler but you know it's it's a forward motion so it's an interesting week ahead of us which speaks to our our bigger purpose on earth why we're here whatever you got clear about last week really important or over the last 2 weeks really important right? So you want to kind of go, what happened two weeks ago? Well, actually, even go back three weeks, because when Saturn was coming into station on the degree of of March, then the week between the two of them, which was um, Saturn and Pluto both pushing. So that was, you know, uh, that was uh, big energy. You know, we had the president come down with COVID. And then now we're past the Pluto going direct the five days after, and Mars is setting free and moving on. And the hammer of Thor had its last hammer uh, this morning when Venus um, hit, hit Saturn this after actually this afternoon around 2.30. And I've been working, so I haven't looked at the, uh, what's going on out there. But we also have Venus this week moving into, because she's in Virgo, she's moving into a trine with the COVID clump, So we're going to look back, similar to the way the sun went through it, that first, second week in September when he went through the COVID clump, um, Venus is going to go through it this week in a trine. And then when we get to the 20th, she's going to have choices to make. So the week energy is definitely easier than the last few weeks. And I think we all all can use a break. I know in my case on Friday, I was just – like exhausted i was just like i'm on my last nerve i don't have any extra energy to give i'm got a little sniffle i mean i really wasn't sick sick but i was like i want to go to bed i just don't want to be up and so um i kind of moved my clients because they were new people and i'd like to be alert and happy for them and awake and not feeling like i want to go to bed and not talk to anybody so you know so you as you watch the energy of this week kind of roll through and of course if you got smited again by the hammer um you know just know that the hammer smited you to have you pay attention a little bit and be aware of things i know i got a little smiting um and you know i i kind of knew what it was about and i got it and i wasn't thrilled with it but i was also like well all right i get it and so if you got smited last week with venus running through stuff again very important to pay attention to what came up for you Part of what we're doing with this energy is we're really the Saturn-Pluto-Jupiter conjunction is really realigning our structures. And we are all being asked, what is the structure in our life in whatever house it's in, right? So in my case, it's in the 12th house. And so I have to be careful how I undo myself, right? And because it's 12th house, but it's the house of endings. You know, my dad left, uh, my sister and brother, you know, the family structure is really shifting. My aunt left. Um, I'm wrapping up a lot of karma with people, you know, and there's some people I'm kind of like, I'm kind of done with them I mean, I haven't actually said anything you know, because you can hide during the COVID but I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of done with that person Um, or I'm not reaching out to them, you know, so it's really interesting to watch where you got brought and then were brought to back back to last March when something happened then obviously we all got shut down on March 12th, but we also had a um, aha moment, and now we're having it back again. Right? This is part two, which is okay. How are we going to adjust it? How are we going to adjust that energy? And then we have part three when we get to January, right? So, and that'll be okay. You made those changes, and how'd you do? How'd you do? And our job right now, because the Mars retrograde and all those COVID planets now going direct and moving forward. They are full steam ahead, and it's going to feel like they fly. Jupiter's going forward. Saturn's going forward. They're going to meet up and get married in December, on December 21st. Happy happy winter solstice. Pluto, of course, is moving forward. They're going to pass him. Jupiter's going to come up and link up with Pluto in November 13th, which is what's the next 13 years going to look like. And it'll be 13 years, so we're going to watch what happens November 13th, and then uh, we're off to the races, right? And we're going to see what's the structure we're bringing in, what's our direction in life, what's our purpose. This is really critical time. So I really want you, now that you're through the exhaustion of the last three weeks or the, the trauma, maybe it was traumatic, or maybe it was I broke up with someone, or maybe I figured out something, This week, as the planets kind of ease up, as the moon goes into Leo, which is a little more perky, and she goes to Virgo, where she's a little more work-oriented, and then she goes to Libra, where she's a lot more about, you know, she's going to have arguments in Libra, not just saying, because that's what she does. But we have a nice, juicy new moon this week on uh, Friday. We're going to do a new moon webinar on Wednesday. The stuff's on the website already. Um and so this new moon is very potent. It takes place on the day of Venus in the hour of the moon. And it's uh it's a pretty big chart. Um lot of energy, very seesaw y um in terms of its uh in terms of its relationship and there's a huge, huge mystic rectangle in the chart. That involves the sun and the moon, involves Ceres, involves a Lilith, where I don't want to be subservient, involves Eris, where I want to make a change, Eris in a mystic rectangle, big, and then Vesta, the home in the hearth. So the mystic rectangle, very, very big this week, and it's in that new moon. Now, if you don't do new moon rituals, this is the week you should do them. Don't do it on the Libra moon, though, because the Libra moon has a hard closing aspect of a um uh a squared saturn so it's a psychological integration of all the stuff we've been going on since march right which you know we've been really working our little butts off this world this this year the world has made us work our butts off so you're going to have an aha moment you're going to have a okay i get it you're going to have a ah that's what's really afoot now remember one of the things that everybody's really coming to consciousness with, at least in my readings, is why we partnered with that energy in the first place. right? And we look at it and we go, so why did we actually sign up to partner with that? What was that about? right? And sometimes we can go, I didn't sign up for that. Other people signed me up. But, but it is part of our life. We're being asked to partner with it whether we like it or not. Right, and so we're looking at it, and we're going okay i I signed up to partner with this. What have I learned? you know, and what what do I know now that I didn't know then, and more more importantly, Mars retrograde, what am I going to change right? So I went to the doctor this week, had my cast taken off. he gave me a little lecture about pasta. I went, yeah, yeah, I hear ya. I came home, and of course, I ate some pasta. Uh, bad hand, and now my foot's a little swollen, and I'm looking at it going, don't you open up, don't you open up. I promise I'll be better. (laughs) Uh, Don't open up because you're swollen. Don't open up because you're swollen. So we want to really honor that we're being asked to make changes in our behavior, and it's really important for us to do so. And we have to, we have to. And when we don't, the universe is going to be on our butts. Saying, I thought we talked about this. You know, you know, kind of like your mother would get mad at you when you were a kid, or the teacher, or the father, or whatever. We talked about this already. You go, yeah, yeah, I know. And you're still doing it? Yeah, yeah, I am. And why? Well, because I don't want to stop, right? And and I'm I'm doing this on a gentle moon. I'm saying to you, let's be gentler. I'm I'm doing it with Jupiter rising, Neptune on the ascendant. And we're going, you don't want to stop. And you're like, no, I I like it like that. And so we have to look at where we like it like that. right? And we also have to look at where that's maybe not in our best interest anymore. And we want to honor those two things and say, okay, where am I exhausted? Where have I been struggling uh, because that felt like the right thing to do? And what would happen, Libra rising, Libra new moon, if I just put my hands up in the air and said, I give up, I quit, I'm done, I'm over, it's, it's over, it's done. Libra requires us to hit the tennis ball back. It's a game of two when you're playing tennis. You're on one side, they're on the other. You hit the ball over the net. They hit the ball over the net back at you. You hit the ball back at the net. There's this back and forth thing going on. If somebody puts down the tennis racket, the game's over. It's done. So where do you want to put down the tennis racket this week on the new moon in the eighth house? Of course, it's in Libra, which is the sign of pasta. Um, (laughs) So I know I'm going to need to put down that tennis racket because my leg is swollen. And it's, you know, it's kind of like, Ann, we had this conversation and now you're eating pasta again. Like, what is that about? I know, I know. So you want to watch where you're going, I know, I know, I know, I know I'm not supposed to. Because remember, it's a dance for two. Any relationship dynamic we're in that is not working for us on whatever level, my relationship to pasta, we have to give it up. We have to look at it and go, really, you're going to do it again? Like what part of stupid are you? Right? And I, I'm not saying that in a mean way, but Venus and Virgo sometimes goes like, like, what are you thinking? What were you thinking? And I often suggest to parents with Virgo children to ask them what they were thinking because they really don't need the criticism. They 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 did it for a reason. I know in my case I was thinking, well, I'll just eat the pasta that's left in the house and then I'll give it up. You know. <laughs> Instead of packing it up and giving it to the cleaning lady, right? Really, Anne? Really? So, again, we want to kind of look at this where are we repeating bad behaviors where are we ready to let it go and of course there is a new moon it's waning new moon's on friday new moon's at 3:30 p.m. and we are ready to let stuff go that new moon takes place in the 8th house of death and it says let it go baby and it is an Aquarius rising which encourages us to separate, to release, to go, I learned what I was supposed to do, I learned what I was not supposed to do, I'm really ready to let it go. And of course Mercury at that point will have stationed to go retrograde uh, because he stations to go retrograde this week and we will have a another pass over Uranus, my phone leaving, my toilet flooding, Uh, You know, like an awakening, baby. And so where have you been awakened? And why, more importantly, right? More importantly, why have you been awakened? Universe is trying to get you to do something, so you better be listening. Uh, Sun this week runs from 18 Libra to 25 Libra. It does have a really positive aspect with the nodes of fate on the 14th, which encourages you to pay attention to who you connect with. It has a square to Jupiter today, the 11th. And then it kind of gets out of that. It does have a little fight on the 13th. That is, if you've been arguing with people and ya, rah, 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 Sun this week in Libra is going to go psychologically integration time. We have been talking about this for a while. We've been talking about this since last January. Are you ready to give it up, right? And so the Sun squares Jupiter today. It squares uh, the nodes of fate, try works with the nodes of fate on the 14th, has a square with Pluto, on the 15th and has a square with Saturn on the 18th. So it's very much about time to let it go. Time, you're done, you're done here, you're done here. And it also has an opposition to Eris, the goddess of discord on the 16th. So there's like a push, there's like a push of energy. There are a couple of health aspects this week, one on the 14th and one on the 17th. So we want to watch for the person who got unhealthy on Friday the uh two weeks ago uh we're going to watch for health stuff on that day because it's a continuation of that story and you all know who that is but i'm not saying it out loud i'm just saying it okay so venus this week uh, as we mentioned she's in scorpio she's stopping i'm sorry venus mercury is stopping and right before she stops on the 12th she has a sextile to venus and she goes so you see it And you go, I see it, I see it, I see it. And then she stations at 1140, and then she goes backwards, and she reaches up to who she's going to partner with on October 19th because she looks and she says, I want to partner with this. And then on the 19th, she also breaks up the repetition, in my case, of the toilet (laughs) and the phone story, in your case, whatever happened on that day when the Uranus-Pluto, the you know, part two, because we are going to have three parts with Mercury opposite Uranus, and then another health aspect on the 20th, Mercury in a Quindicile to Eris, the goddess of discord. Now remember, Eris is pretty tough, and she's she's been squaring Pluto. She squares him on again on the 13th of November, but she's been up there causing a lot of, uh, well, she's part of the discord story we're seeing here. Venus this week in Virgo, going from 10 Virgo to 21. I think, let me see, she's on the page turn. Uh, going to 21 Virgo, 22 Virgo. So Venus this week is, you know, she's Thesquiquadrate to Saturn today, so she finishes her Hammer of Thor, and then she enters into Trine energy on the 16th. So she trines Athena, she has a hard aspect to Mars, on the, um, a hard aspect to Neptune on the 18th, She has a hard aspect uh, to Mars on the 19th. She has a trine to Jupiter on the 19th. She has a hard aspect to Mars on the 19th. So she is really pushing with this Venus-Mars. Of course, we're going to have the Supreme Court hearings this week, Venus and Virgo. Um, And then she has a health aspect on the 20th, and then she squares the nodes of fate on the 20th. Venus and Virgo square the nodes of fate. We have a choice how we want to proceed of course virgo is young women venus is virgo poor not always poor people with venus and virgo don't go i'm not poor i'm not poor but it's people that generally work for their money uh and so we're squaring the nodes of fate we'll see we'll see how that plays out mars this week is running from he's going backwards he's going from 22 to uh 19 and a half And so this week he has a health aspect on the 11th. A lot of health aspects this week, right? So he's in health aspect or relationship aspects. He also is having arguments with Athena and Neptune. So he's kind of a little contrarian. And then he has his last square with Jupiter, the last of the COVID clump, on the 19th. And he squares Jupiter then. We also have the third of three Uh, Jupiter-Neptune sextiles. The first one was February 20th. The second one was July 27th. And the third one is October 12th. So this is the third one where uh, Jupiter is moving forward and Neptune is going backwards. So, you know, whatever the story was that began about working on your dream or working in collaboration with your dream that we've been working on since February, this is a good time to kind of go, okay, that's the dream. Let's get it out there. Um, So it's the third of three, which culminates the story and says, okay, we're going to release. We also have Uranus opposite Juno, which is breaking up a partnership. There will be some divorces people went through last week and really got clear. This is the week they announced them. And we also have Juno aspecting the nodes of fate this week on the 12th, again, in a hard aspect. You're going to hear about partnerships ending, breaking up, quitting, leaving. And then last but not least, we have series stationing to go direct on october 18th and go forward as i mentioned before the moons this week are easy peasy they have a forward motion to them and um uh, so the moon this week today it's columbus day indigenous people day and thanksgiving day in canada for our canadian listeners so uh, that's tomorrow on the 12th and the moon's in leo with a nice closing aspect of a trine to Mars at 10, uh, 10.29 a.m., and the rest of the day the moon is void on the 12th. Then it goes into Virgo at 12.56 a.m. on the 13th, and, of course, Virgo is a nice working moon. In the middle of that, Mercury is going to go retrograde, as I mentioned before, at 9.05 p.m. Tuesday night. Uh, moon's in Virgo when- Tuesday, Wednesday, and it goes void at 6.57 p.m., uh, on Wednesday night with a trying to Saturn. So it's void Wednesday night. And then it goes into Libra at 154 in the morning on uh, Thursday. And the Libra moon is cranky because it has a lot of arguments with the Jupiter-Mars-Pluto-Eris-Saturn conjunction. And those arguments are embedded in this new moon chart. So the sun squares Pluto on uh, the 15th and he squares uh, Jupiter, uh, I think it was on Monday, he squares Jupiter today, and then he squares Saturn on the 18th. So Sun and Libra squaring Saturn, you're going to see consciously, psychologically, why you made the choices you made. And this is important for you to be like, okay, I made that choice, I get it, I get it. Do I have to make it again? No. And so, all the work you've been doing, especially the work over the last three weeks, where you really were just looking at stuff on a really deep level, pushed into it, having to look, having to go, okay, you know, having to go back. So, in my case, I went back to a memory where a feminine hygiene product made me mortified beyond words. But, I mean, he wasn't going to take it off. <laughs> But this time I was pretty pretty safe that it was the, the paper towels, right? So um, yeah, it looked like a little fish hanging off the end, and I I summoned that memory up. I summoned up the embarrassment, and I went, yeah, that was pretty funny. You know, you're 22 years old, and you know that or I actually was 21. I think. Oh, I was 22, um, and I was like, wow, you know, like that was that was that was actually a pretty funny story, which I've never told before to anybody. <laughs> Um, And that's when I got a plunger after that, you know, because I thought, I think I can handle this myself if I do things in the toilet that don't make it work. So the new moon on the 16th is very much moon and Libra squaring all those Capricorn planets. This is your aha moment. This is I get it, I get it, I get it, and I am clear, right? I am clear. So the moon goes void at 6.15 p.m., 6.11 p.m. rather, on Friday very contentious energy. Uh Wednesday is kind of easy peasy because of the trines in Virgo trining all this stuff. But the contention is on Saturday, on Friday. And then the moon goes into Scorpio one oh five A. M. for Saturday morning and it's in Scorpio the seventeenth, the eighteenth, and it goes void at five forty three PM with a sextile to Saturn. So the moon in Scorpio on the eighteenth has all these really juicy aspects about seeing things venus opposite neptune the sun square saturn we get it we get it we got it we got it good aspects so basically monday tuesday wednesday thursday uh good as one when- monday tuesday wednesday good aspects thursday friday not good aspects saturday sunday good aspects so heavy duty energy not mean but potent And then, of course, we have a New Moon webinar Thursday, Wednesday night. So it's on my website to sign up. If you get my mailing list, it'll be on there. Um, And uh, we have this juicy New Moon about endings, figuring it out, quitting it, leaving it behind, saying I'm done, moving on down the road. So wishing you all a good week, much easier than the last three weeks, because whatever you got clear on the last three weeks, you got clear on you can never unsee it. You have seen it. You got it. You get it. You're ready. You might not be quite ready to give up pasta like I wasn't. And you might have a little bit of toilet plunging to do <laughs> to get it to go away. But you're on this. You got this. You can do it. It's a really forward motion week in a backward kind of way. So take care. Anne Ortley signing off from the Bright Red Desk. Wishing you all a good week. Bye-bye.